Mr. Josh. Welcome back. Hey, thanks. To Nostalgia Entertainment System. I never know if you're saying that to me or if you're saying that to the listener. Kind of both. Okay. I don't know. I'm also back. You are also back in mm-hmm. this room in which we record. It kind of makes it seem like you never leave Nostalgia Entertainment System. I don't. I live it. I breathe it. I eat it for dinner. Oh, shit. I found a way to... Consume podcasts as sustenance. Wow. Which is pretty great. That'd be really helpful for a lot of people, especially people who are so addicted to podcasts that they forget to eat. That's me. Oh my God. But luckily, it is now converted into energy. Like photosynthesis, but uh, with a podcast. It's podosynthesis, if you will. Will you? <laughs> <laughs> I won't. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, I, that's. It's 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 all that I listen to now that Spotify no longer recommends music to me. It doesn't even give you a Discover Weekly? It gives me a Discover Weekly. It doesn't tell me to listen to it. And any <laughs> recommendations is like, you listen to this podcast. How about these 10 that I have no interest in? Mm. And yeah, so I have not I have not been recommended music by Spotify in months. Wow. I just don't they they know I won't listen to music. I've also kind of turned into an old person with music where like, I don't want to find new music and I just like listening to the music I listened to in high school. And if I am listening to mu- new music, it's because like, oh, I like this new video game I'm playing and the music's great. Just so, like a typical old person just, thing to Just say. like an old, old man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This Mario song's a real bopper. <laughs> Does anybody say that? Do old people or young people say that? I think they say bopper? it's a bop. <laughs> Not a bopper. <laughs> I'm uh, coining a new phrase, Gen Z. Come on, latch on. Yeah. And we all know Paul is the uh, the king of coining. Yeah. You're the cool ma- king of coining. You're always making up new kinds of phrases and such, but that's neither here nor there, which is another saying. You came up with that one, though. I did come up with that one. Not a lot of people will give you credit for that. I never get credit for it. And honestly, I hope I never do. <laughs> I don't want to be known for that. Anyway, uh, we have with us a, a guest once again on this show as we normally do. I, I'm looking, we're looking at each other in the eyes so much that it does still feel like you're telling this to me. And I'm like, I know. I, I'm just kind of look, I'm just looking in your direction. I'll look away. I'll, so I don't. Anyway, yeah. Anyway. anyway. You're doing a great job. We have with us a guest. It is our friend Valerie Barr. Hi, oh, Valerie. Hello. How's it going? It's going great. Welcome back to the podcast. Oh, thank oh, you. Thank I I never get welcomed back, so that's that's nice. Welcome back to me and welcome to you. <laughs> We're all welcome here. We're all welcome here. Everyone's welcome. Unless, unless you're a teacher. In which case, no I'm still anti-teacher. No. Paul hates teachers. That's oh. a thing I've come up with on this podcast, and I'm anti-every teacher. Do if any we, teachers listen? I hope not. Not anymore, <laughs> anyway. I guess Mm-mm. if we ever get a if we ever get a, a fandom dot nes dot wiki dot com 
<laughs> the first thing on Paul's page is going to be Paul hates teachers. It's going to be the only thing on that page. They, <laughs> he will delete everything else. He'll find a way. Mm-hmm. He'll find a way to delete any other entry. <laughs> Ironically, someone taught me how to do that. <laughs> Wait, vandalize del- wikis? Yeah. Yeah. A teacher taught me, Josh. How to vandalize? They made oh. me this way. Wow. I, I've never edited Wikipedia or any kind of like fan wiki. I have. On the topic that we're going to talk about, even. Whoa. That is a great, a great lead. <laughs> that is a great lead. But Thank you. I, we're only four minutes in. We usually talk about Oh, no, no, we can talk about all <laughs> kinds of other stuff. I got other wikis. I got tons of wikis. Yeah, Are you, just, any, either of you in the Cool Freaks Wikipedia group oh. on Facebook? It's just like posting weird Wikipedia articles. Oh, no, I, I don't think Paul or I have a face. Uh, Paul, I know. I don't know if you have a Facebook anymore. No, I deleted mine, uh, I think, in maybe May? May? Yeah, I deleted mine like a couple years ago. Probably for the best. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, what is what is Cool Freaks? Yeah, they, they just, I don't know, they just post interesting, weird hilariously written sometimes like clearly nobody's ever looked at this page but the person who wrote it kind of thing uh yeah are they good. are they the kinds that like get flagged for like this is a stub and doesn't need to be an article yeah there's some that are just like why is this three thousand words on this random thing that nobody cares about at all yeah, oh that's really funny cool. i think they have other ones too of like there's a wikia one or a wiki how one oh, there's man. lots of gold in wiki how oh man i has there ever been anything like actually legitimate on WikiHow? I occasionally I, I Google how to do a lot of things because I don't trust myself. Uh, and I very often WikiHow is in like the top results. And really? I'm, and I'm just like, I'm not going to look at that. This is, not, <laughs> this is not a trusted source of information. Oh, yeah, for obviously. real. How I'm not familiar with WikiHow and I don't know if you are either, but like. Is it one person that does all the illustration? Because they all look the same. This is true. I have no idea. Because, like, uh, I imagine hmm. WikiHow is, like, guides that are made from, like, a disparate group of people. Yeah. But they all have the same style of illustration. I wonder Is if it, they... like, one person that's like, okay, so today I have to illustrate how to <laughs> stain a deck, and tomorrow I have to illustrate how to pretend I'm a cat. I wonder if they have, like, a... Like a like a quote unquote like sticker book, you know, like maybe there's just like t- somebody did a ton of drawings, and it's like when you're making yours, you can like go in and be like, okay, well here they are doing kind of the right pose, so I'll put them there, and then you can like mix and match maybe. different pre-done things. Some of it's so specific. It looks like though. it's a lot of it looks traced from like a photo, but mm. I don't. Well, to maybe be fair, to I mean, I had a photo of yourself pieces. doing whatever it is, and then they yeah, just trace you. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe that's they how have it works. one person that's like a model and acts out everything, and then somebody <laughs> else draws all of them. Yeah, I don't know. I like I don't spend a lot you of time on WikiHow. Freelance. So. Work. Oh, yeah. You probably make a lot of money. You bust them out. Bust out all these WikiHows. I don't know where they have if they have a budget for anything. I don't know either. I don't know how they get any. I don't know. WikiHow is a very interesting place. I don't spend a lot of time on there. But. I don't either. I occasionally will see something on Twitter if that's like a, a screenshot of a WikiHow thing. And those are always really funny. But mm-hmm. I also, I feel like the few times I have gone on WikiHow, I'm kind of just more confused. Yeah, honestly, like I'll go on there and I'm like, I don't know anything about this, but I know this is wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like that. It's just that kind of vibe, which is I don't know. Are they are they associated with Wikipedia? No, I don't think way? so. I don't know because Wiki kind of got like genericized, didn't it? 
Yeah, well, because you you have you know you got like fandom wikis like we were just talking yeah about. like wiki is or just wikia also, which I think is the fandom. A lot of the fandom wikis are on wikia. I think they mm. I think they like changed their name or something. I don't know. There's wiki commons. I don't know. Yeah, it's I've, like it's it's such there's Wicket in Star Wars: Return of the Jedi. He's <laughs> one of the Ewoks. Oh, the main Ewok. The main Ewok. That you, yeah, a wiki walk, played by Warwicky Davis. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, I believe it was last week. I was uh, I was kind of giving Paul a little brief on like, this is this is I don't know. This is what I know about Valerie. <laughs> Just like to kind of oh. give you like. Did a, you make a wiki for it? I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, ValerieBar.WikiWikia.com. <laughs> uh, but just like, you know, because just to kind of give Paul an idea, I was like, this is this is this is like what I know about value. And a lot of it is just like Internet stuff. Yeah, like, that's a lot of me. Yeah, which I it's I don't know Would you want to kind of go into like because like, again, it's like I, I know a lot of these and it's just like fun, weird Internet kind of thing, which I really enjoy. Do you want to go into that uh, a little bit? I think you said verbatim meme lord. That was the word that you threw uh, out there. Oh, I feel <laughs> I, I, very I, out of touch with current meme culture. <laughs> the children. Well, that that that's sure. I don't know. I yeah. I just told Josh I was going to say that because that's true. You mentioned that you were you like all the internet stuff, and I was like, I'm going to say that you said that they were a meme lord. That works. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. I yeah. I a lot of a lot of early teen to mid twenties very internet heavy because I had no friends in real life. Uh, yeah, I, I just know. turned to the like internet. That's what lots we all of did. forums, lots of Twitter and Skype and LiveJournal and Zanga and Blogger and Tumblr. Wow. All, all those old, well, some of the old ones. But yeah. It's really hard for me to think about what I did on the internet before Reddit because at some point Reddit just became the only thing on the, like, the internet that I used. But like, it's kind of hard to think of like going to an actual website now and like I'm gonna go to I can't even think I can't even think of a website website. I can't even think of a website anymore that I would go to all I could think of was Yahoo (laughs) (laughs) which which I did do when I was a kid for some reason my mom really liked it it was always our homepage. one of my first internet experiences as a kid was Yahooligans games which is like the kids version of Yahoo yes okay yeah yeah, I remember that do you know about breadwinner no. Okay. It was a game. It was a game, I believe, on on Yahooligans, where you uh, there's like a slice of bread on screen, and then there's what I was what I've read was a germ that bounced around, kind of like the DVD logo. I always uh-huh. thought it was like a like an olive with a pimento, but <laughs> apparently, a according germ? apparently according to a post that I read. It was a germ, and you have to like move the arrow keys and section off pieces of the bread without getting hit by the germ. Why are there so many bread germ games? Because there's that game where you are a piece of toast and you have to get to the toaster, or a piece of bread and you have to get to the toaster without picking up too much bacteria. I don't remember. Oh, like, I like remember that one. Yeah. That sounds familiar. That one's more recent than Yahoo again. Oh, like, is what? that? Bre- I guess bread can get dirty easily. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's one of the biggest problems. Yeah. Dirty bread. Also, wheat germ is a thing. Oh. Maybe that has something to do with it. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, I love that game. I played that game all the time in class. Was it like Pong? It was. I don't really know how to describe it, because I'm sure it has to be like a ripoff of some other kind of game, right? Because every game was just a Brick Breaker clone or whatever, Mm -hmm. Mm because Brick Breaker is also a clone of the name that I can't think of. But There was that goofy 
skateboarding game that I got in a cereal box that was just a Tony Hawk clone. Mm. Yeah. Or Chex Quest. Chex oh. Quest. Hell yeah. Doom reskin. Yeah. yeah. I love Chex Quest. Yeah, but like you, you just section off pieces of this bread and then you just don't want the germ to hit the line as you're drawing it out. And then you get more points the bigger sections you chunk off. Uh, and then that was it. And then I, for some reason, I just latched onto that game. It was it was great. It's like, ah, oh, there's a break in class. I'm going to go to Yahoo and play Breadwinner today. That was it. I played Bread. I, I distinctly remember, like, I'm going to play Breadwinner. I was like, oh, wait a minute. There's a trailer for Jack 2. Watch that and then go back to playing Breadwinner. <laughs> it's like a great educational experience. Yeah, I don't remember a lot in fifth grade. <laughs> My very first internet thing that I can remember doing was uh, I went to RosieO'DonnellShow.com. <laughs> she had really cool Macromedia Flash games on there that I Whoa, played. Whoa, Rosie O'Donnell had games? Yeah, they were awesome. Wait, what were they? There was like a putt. I think it was like carnival based for some reasons. There was like a putt-putt, some kind of skee-ball I don't know. It was just very oh exciting God, to me. Wow. Was Rosie in the game? Maybe she said things, like had some like little vo- voice clips. I don't know. No, wow, it was just good like shot. Yeah. <laughs> but I yeah, loved loved that website. Looked it up <laughs> recently. It was not there anymore, unsurprisingly. <laughs> AOL keyword Rosie, as they said on her doc show every day. Wow. I've never, I just remember that show being on. I've never watched it. It was fun. I I thought she, I mean, as a child, I thought she was a great host and my mom liked her. And now my, my mom is pretty homophobic, but Rosie, <laughs> she liked Rosie and didn't even know she was gay. <laughs> Sneaky. <laughs> but like the cush ball stuff, shooting them off into the audience. You know about this? I, I, I'm, I really know nothing about Rosie O'Donnell. I, I just had I, those, like, those like launcher things or the koosh ball, like the, you know, like yeah. the little like the fuzzy elastic ball. And she would just like shoot them off into the audience. And she had this big like box that pivoted back and forth in the air over the audience. And if she hit it, everybody won a prize or like stuff fell out of it or something. Whoa. like very fun, weird. Talk shows don't do that anymore. No. Yeah, I mean, Oprah gave away stuff all the time. Yeah, but did she, she shoot a cruise ball? things everywhere. I don't know. I haven't, she just I've told people to look Oprah. under their seats. That's less exciting. Yeah. That's true. I feel like people probably expected to get stuff from Oprah. Yeah. I don't know. I want to see like, uh, I was going to, yeah, like I want to see Regis Philbin just like shoot one of those. Regis Philbin died. Yeah, I know. But when he was on TV, I, I want to see that. Lot, I watched a lot of Regis and Kathy Lee and Regis and Kelly when uh-huh. I was a kid too. Whoever replaced uh, Ryan Seacrest is the current. Is he current? Yeah. Oh, there was, there was Michael, a former football player, Michael something. Who yeah. Was on for a while too. I feel like there was oh, someone yeah. right before him, but I remember Michael Buckley was on one episode. If you know who Michael Buckley is, he was I like don't an think early I do. YouTube gossip guy. Oh, mm, very fun. Wow, and he broke into that was mainstream exciting. Yeah, when they were trying TV. to find a, a replacement host, he was one of they like did a ton of like one off, and he did it. But huh. Yeah. I have no idea what the state of daytime TV is now, but that was like a lot of my childhood, especially during the summer, right? It's like, yeah. yeah. Wake up and then watch PBS Kids until it's done. And then, well, I don't want to watch Sit and Be Fit. So I guess I will watch, <laughs> you know, I'll watch Mari. <laughs> did, did either of you two ever try to do the Sit and Be Fit workout? I don't know that one. Oh, really? It was, it was a PBS no. staple. Oh, yeah. I it was always after PBS Kids. Always, it was always around noon for me. 
and it's it's workouts for old people. <laughs> so like you have this, you're, you're literally sitting in a chair. You are literally sitting in a chair, and it's like, you know, it's like, all right, and then you have this lady that's like, all right, so we'll take her hands and we'll put them out, and we'll put them in, and put them out, and it's just things like that. No, totally missed that somehow. Yeah, and there was also, I remember there was like a yoga lady. I was like, this is kind of interesting, but I'm still just going to, I'm going to watch Maury. I'm going to watch Jerry Springer instead. But like, I don't know. I don't know what, who's on, I don't know who's on TV anymore. Did you ever watch any soap operas? My mom was really into soap operas, so I sat through a lot. I, I tried mm. once. Like, okay, what is, what is the big deal about Days of Our Lives? It just kept going. I don't know. <laughs> is it, it's still on, right? Oh, I have no clue, but I it feels like it would be. I wouldn't be surprised if it was still on. There'd probably be a riot from the people who watch it. Mm-hmm. There was another one. Oh, I don't remember what it was called. But it, I feel like all the episodes I watched, it was like at a, like there were clowns involved every time. Huh. And I don't know oh what kind of sustainable <laughs> thing, <laughs> soap opera TV show could have clowns all the time. It was like an evil clown or something. Was it about a circus? No, but there why. was like a, some carnival element sometimes to it. But I think it was like more, <laughs> I wish I could remember the name. It was like, had like some like dark, like evilly kind of vibes in it. Like there was an evil lady or something. I don't know. But. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I also could never get past like the the higher frame rate that they filmed oh, soap operas at. I hate when they switched to that. Like I just, it just looked so weird. I was like, I don't, I, I don't like watching this. Because of the content and also because I don't like the way that it looks. Yeah. So, oh, no, 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 no. So I'll, I'll watch, I'll watch something else, which I was, I remember it being like game shows. Mm. Like a lot it, of Price is Right for me. Price is Right. I remember there were syndications of Supermarket Sweep. Yes. Love that. Oh, yes. that show is it's so back. great. It's on Netflix. There's new stuff with. I think I've seen Leslie an episode. Jones hosting it, I think. Just so chaotic and corny, but uh-huh. that's okay. That's what it's for. Uh-huh. <laughs> See, I was more of a, we, we had like a quote unquote basic cable package, which was included basically like TBS in addition to all the regular like local channels. So I would just watch like early 2000s sitcoms that had been syndicated and were running on there. Mm. I want, there was a lot of like, on, I, I don't know how local-ish channels work, but like the WB mm. basic or non-cable channel, there's like... I watched so much Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, or is it Everyone Loves Raymond? I think it's everybody. Everybody, I think. Everybody Loves Raymond. Uh, two and a half. No, not two and a half men. I never watched that. Why is I going to say that? <laughs> My Wife and Kids. Oh, I love King that of show. Queens. Mm, yeah. King of Queens, I've seen a lot of. Yeah. I've never seen, I've never seen King of Queens. It, I mean, it's got like, I mean, Kevin James is fine. But then it's also got like Patton Oswalt and Jerry Stiller who are like, wow. yeah, it was a, yeah. I liked that one. It felt more, not edgy, but like more progressively funny in, in newer ways than a lot of the other, the other, uh, sitcoms. Mm-hmm. It was like less family. my hu- dumb husband, like smart, naggy wife. Mm-hmm. I mean, it still had its fair share of that for sure. Yeah. But I remember watching everybody hates Chris. Did either of you ever watch that? Yeah. I so. really like that show. I like the Bernie Mac show also was a good one. I remember watching that and all I could think of was this show is so orange. <laughs> it was very orange. It was <laughs> the most true. orange show I have ever seen. It's like, I don't like. Oh, this is weird. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I don't remember. I also don't remember anything about it other than like there would be 
there would be like cut-ins where like it's just Bernie talking to the camera. Or maybe that's just I don't know. I just that's all I remember. I don't remember much about it either, but I remember liking it. I kind of I remember like being like really aware of who Bernie Mac was. Like I was like, oh yeah, he's a comedian. But I also I don't think I I never watched his show. I mean, I only had seen him. I think maybe in like the Oceans movies. But I yeah I don't know. I like I I also knew he was a comedian. That was it. I didn't even know he was in Oceans movies. I was like, oh here's here here's a guy that I have heard the name of. And I guess he has a TV show that's brand new. That was my knowledge of Bernie Mac. And that still is my knowledge of Bernie Mac. I still know nothing about him. Yeah, I wonder, did he do stand-up? He must have. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. It's very weird. TV was weird back then. TV's, I guess, is still weird now. We were, we were, or I don't know if you were there, Paul, but um, I was at Flippers and on one of the TVs was like a game show that I think is airing on CBS. I don't know if it's a weekly thing. Or if it was just like a one night special. But the idea was that you would get a challenge, but the challenge would happen on like a miniature set. So it was like you have to like stack like an end cap with these like cans of tomato sauce. But but like the grocery store is like one sixtieth scale. So you have to like take tweezers and like stack up these like little mm. cans of tomato sauce within the time limit. And there was one where it's like you have to do the tablecloth trick where like you whip the tablecloth out and yeah. everything stays on table. But again, the table and tablecloth and the things on it are one sixtieth scale. So it's Weird. a very tiny tablecloth you have to whip out. And like it was a bunch of like very strange challenges. And honestly... It is some of the best set production I've ever seen. <laughs> like, like they're like I don't know. I would imagine that they would not want to spend that much money on like you know building these miniature things that are only going to be used once. But they looked really good. Huh. I don't know. A very I, strange game show. I feel Maybe. like there's a lot of game shows. These like you know you've hit all of the major obvious game show types. There's one that I watched. I think it was on Netflix where people had to stay awake all night or all whatever for a long time. And they had like challenges they had to do while being like sleep deprived. And then at the end or something, they had to count out a huge stack of quarters, like a giant, like vat of quarters. And whoever got the closest won the money. <laughs> that oh, sounds very or they, familiar. It was like, so it was like sleep deprivation and then counting a lot of quarters. And that was the premise <laughs> of the show. <laughs> Uh, Wait, that was like an every episode kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, it was the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. And there's like different like like rea like reaction time sort of based challenges that they had to do during different stages of their sleep deprivation. I think they could maybe win more quarters. <laughs> I don't know. It's That's really so weird. <laughs> it was like counting out like thousands of quarters. I don't remember if they went over they didn't get them or something along those lines just like what <laughs> after watching so many network tv game shows i always find it underwhelming watching a netflix game show where like the grand prize is five thousand dollars yeah or less it's a million or nothing <laughs> yeah it's like it's like these grandiose prizes that you see from normal games like you could win a million dollars it's like all right Put in all this hard work, especially like these artistry shows where it's like the grand prize is five thousand dollars and a one year residency. Yeah, it's like like the uh, like have you seen that? 
I forget what it's called, like the skin paint, body painting. Netflix, oh, I don't know that where one. Where it's just like people are body painting and that's the thing. But like, yeah, the prize was something like what you just said. <laughs> it's like they're doing like eight hours of work for every challenge of this thing. And then that's what they win at the end of the whole season. Yeah, it's like, oh boy, was it worth skin it? Skin Wars, that's what it's called. Oh, that's skin a terrible Wars. name. <laughs> I hate that name. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I think the, <laughs> the only like Netflix game show I remember watching all the way through uh is i think it's was blown away it's like a glass blowing yes i mm, i heard that of that. i never cool. watched it. it i think it was cool i absolutely cannot stand like the hosts and judges the judging was uh, it was not I, I disagreed almost every time like, with their critiques all of their critiques sound like you're a freshman year in art school and i would know because i went to freshman year in art school <laughs> And it's just like, you're just pulling all this shit out of your ass. Like, what are you like? These are the worst and dumbest arguments I have ever heard. But on the flip side of that, a lot of the artists were also full of themselves. Like, no, this oh, isn't yeah. any of that. The most recent season, there was that one guy that like had taught some of the other contestants and he was a contestant too. But he like just would not follow the prompts. I remember still, like, like, no, giving just, him, like, it's fine. It looks good. Whatever. Like, like, you didn't do what they said do to the do the prompt. Though. It's like, oh my God. It's like. Oh, that show was just every problem I had with art school. <laughs> it's like, this is just making me mad for all of the same reasons. Yeah, too much subjectivity, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Just make, just let someone make something cool and then judge them on that. Because, like, the thing that I cannot, like, glass blowing is such a technically, like, it's such a technical forward thing to do. And then you're judging them on content. It's like, no, judge them on how well they can blow glass. Ah. I don't know. I'm just getting upset again. <laughs> <laughs> the I think the only kind of newer show that I really watched like that was uh, Josh. I think you and I might have watched this together. Um, it was when we lived at the Eddie House, but there was um, like a Henson Creature Shop version of this. So they would like tell you to like make a creature, and then like all these people would make like these really elaborate like Muppets. I don't remember this get, at all. Oh, maybe you. It wasn't you and I, but it, it was like a similar thing. Like you know, they'd give you like a prompt, and then you would. Make your Muppet and then, you know, you oh. see it in like interact in a little environment. And it was really cool. That's pretty cool. Everybody did such a good job. And then like the winner would like get to do something with the Henson company or cool. something. Wow. Yeah. I like uh, I like face off. I don't know if that's still a show, but that's like the uh, the special effects makeup show. So it's like your challenge is to make a mermaid that looks like they're in high school. <laughs> and huh. so they just get a model and then they, yeah. I was like, wow, that's like, that. that's like, I don't know, very technically impressive to me. Oh, I, I think I watched this and then they did some runway things too. Yeah. Like they do models up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. Kind of similar to the, the skin wart. I think that's what it's called. Skin wars. It feels really bad to say. <laughs> uh, it was like, yeah, like transformation or like they had really cool ones where they would have to like do like the sort of camouflage painting where they'd like take them to a grocery store and then have their model pose in front of oh. an aisle and then paint them to try to make them blend in it was hmm. freaking cool that's pretty cool yeah some people did really bad at it, it was so <laughs> I funny i would like to watch the, the range of yeah it was great oh i i maybe it's just me but i would not want to watch the people that did bad because i i would feel bad it's like oh no i i don't know it, i would feel the same way i think i would like watching nathan for you or eric honor it's like mm -hmm. oh no i can't watch this i'm like i feel like garbage watching <laughs> someone do very poorly <laughs> i don't know yeah those ones are when they you get super niche too like i suppose like glass blowing that's a 
a, a large profession, but like li- like live body painting, you, like you don't have a very big pool of professionals uh-huh. to pull from. I feel like so it was always like an extreme cast of characters mm-hmm. that they would have on there. Oh yeah, definitely. Talking about extreme cast of characters, though. Yeah, maybe we should uh, take a break and then we can get into Homestar Wanna. <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Homestarrunner.com welcome speech. Take one. Action. Oh, hey yo. Welcome to Homestar10.net. It's dot com. Oh, right. Homestar10.net. It's dot com. Cut. Homestarrunner.com welcome speech. Take two. Action. Oh, hey yo. I'm Homestar10. Nine. Welcome. Welcome. Nine. Two. Two. Nine. Homestarrunner.com. Something.com. Cut. Take six. Welcome aboard the USS Homestarrunner.com. I am your captain, Homestarrunner. Bienvenidos a Homestarrunner.com. Conoces a Miguel? Si, somos buenos amigos. English. Take 13. Okay, this time I'm totally gonna get it. Seriously, you guys. Go ahead. We're rolling. Oh, I am Homestall, and this is the website. Take 25. Uh, no. What? Take 126. Oh, hello. I'm Homestall Waddle. Isn't that great? Oh, I can't take it anymore. Hello, and welcome to I'm a Big Moron Who Can't Remember His Lines dot com. No, seriously, I'm Strong Bad, and you don't know it yet, but I'm the reason you're here. It's true. Check me out. No, seriously, check me out. So, take a look around. I strongly suggest checking out the Strong Bad emails. And this cartoon's not bad, and this game's pretty fun. I mean, I've played it. Welcome back to the podcast. In a in a fun turn of events, uh, Paul knows about the thing we're talking about today, uh-huh. and I do not. Yeah, that doesn't happen very often. It happens almost never. Uh huh. Today we're talking about Homestar Runner, something that I I know very like I I have tangential knowledge of Homestar Runner. So like I don't have I I don't think I'll have a lot of input this episode. So I'll start with like my own anecdotal kind of stuff like. Sure. Cause from from my perspective, like Homestar Runner was this like very large internet thing that spread word of mouth, but that word of mouth never reached me nor my <laughs> friends. Like none of my friends talked about Homestar Runner, so I never heard about it. And like I didn't really know about Homestar Runner until like the end of high school when one of my teachers was like, I love Homestar Runner, and that's why I decided to learn how to like do Flash animation, and that's why I'm teaching this class now. I'm like, you don't seem like the kind of lady that would like Homestar Runner, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> but like, I just, I, I've never really got into it, and like, what I knew about it was Trogdor, and that was mostly from like Guitar Hero 3, where that song was on the game for for some reason. Josh, I hate to correct you in your own anecdote, but it was Guitar Hero 2. Okay, well, I guess it's Guitar Hero 2. (laughs) Um, But yeah, like, I I just don't know a lot about it. I've tried to watch episodes of, like, Strong Bad emails, 
And I was like, I just, I don't, I can't get into it. I couldn't do it. But I watched some stuff today and I'm like, that's funny. So I don't know. Maybe I was just like a dumb teenager that couldn't, you know, couldn't laugh. <laughs> taking yourself too seriously. I was taking myself way too seriously that I couldn't think, I couldn't laugh at Strong Bad. So why I is he know. typing with boxing gloves on? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So yeah, that, that, that's really all that I can, can divulge about, about Homestar Runner. Cause like, I didn't even know, like, I thought Homestar Runner and Strong Bad were different things. Mm -hmm. I didn't know about the wider range of Homestar Runner characters. Like, it's all, it's all just like, a, like, so far away yet, like, oh, I, I can, I can kind of get the idea. So, yeah, uh, this, Paul, this is all, this is all you, baby. Yeah. So, I guess before we, like, kind of get too deep in the weeds here, I just want to hear, Valerie, what was your, uh, like, your, in to, oh, to Homestar Runner. This is a very internet thing. I was uh, had a friend that I made from Back to the Future fan forums, and we were talking on AOL Instant Messenger, <laughs> and he sent me a link to, I think it was the theme park episode of Strong Bad Emails or Garage Sale. I can't remember. And I was like, oh, this is cool. And then I just watched a all of them probably. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So it was like 2000. Five, I think early 2005 or 2004. So it was a little late in terms of like when it was most popular, which I think was like 2002, 2003. But yeah, that sounds about right. It went on. Yeah. It was range of like what, 2000 to 2010 when it was like updated semi-regularly, something like that. Yeah. yeah. And I, then I think they took like a four year break and then they now they sporadically post again. Very sporadically. Yeah. Like one, maybe once a year, depending mm -hmm. or yeah, mostly around like uh, holidays, mostly Halloween. I think they do their their Halloween episode where everybody, every character is dressed in some obscure '80s slash '90s pop culture reference outfit, which delights all of the older nerds. On <laughs> so I, when I started, I was trying to think. I don't remember if it was first from Strong Bad emails or if it was Teen Girl Squad. Uh huh. Because I remember in like fifth grade, a friend told me like my my best friend at the time was like oh you got to watch teen girl squad it's like super funny and i was like oh okay but in my mind i was like you know fifth grade boy i was like that sounds stupid why would i want to watch a show about teen girls and then well they all get killed every time so that that's cool <laughs> well he left that out he just told me it was a funny show about teen girls and i was like that sounds like not my thing like so yeah what a poor sell it really was and then eventually like a year later he like showed it to me and i was like oh this is actually really funny and hilarious but i didn't know it was from it must have been that's where it started because i feel like i didn't know it was from um like anything to do with like strong bad emails or homestar runner and then i think a middle school teacher um, showed us an episode of Strong Bad Emails. I think it was the Trogdor one, I want to say, was the first one, but I'm not positive about that. That seems likely. Like, that was the big, big, big one, mm -hmm. I feel like. Yeah, where he draw teaches everybody how to draw a dragon. And <laughs> honestly, an S what have and a slightly different S. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The consummate Vs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I think one of my favorite things that I have, like, kept from that, episode specifically is like drawing a big beefy arm on things mm -hmm. i still love to draw big beefy arms that exact same way <laughs> and legs yeah. just like really wide and like terrible like hands and like fists and stuff but like giant bulging biceps <laughs> it's so so good um but so i guess uh homestar runner was a uh, web cartoon like a flash animation web cartoon 
that happened yet. And like the, uh, started in like 2000 or 2001 maybe. And then kept going until like we said to like 2009. Um, and then sporadically ever since then. But I, I just learned today that apparently they got the idea, um, like the name of the character from their friend who would just like say, like he would make fun of the, uh, commercials in town for baseball, I think for the Atlanta Braves. And he would just pretend to be an old timey announcer and like mix up like different baseball slang which just turned into like home star runner, like hits another foul or something like that. Um, and they thought that home star runner was a hilarious name. And then they were in like a bookstore and they were looking at all the children's books and were like, these are terrible. We should write one. And so they spent the next couple hours drawing all the characters <laughs> from the, from the home star universe that were going to exist and then wrote that book that day. <laughs> like, is it Homestar Runner enters the strongest man in the world contest or something like that? Was I the think title that's of it. it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, it, it like just spun off. I don't know entirely the how that turned into the uh, web cartoon necessarily, but I'm. I think it was like, oh, flash animation is a thing. We should make some of those. Mm-hmm. S- similarly, like, like I, I guess kind of to a lot of like, I, I think for a more in depth recount of like how Homestar Runner came to be. Uh, I listened to the, uh, the, the Homestar Run episode of Wizard and the Bruiser and they do like a really nice, like, this is, this is everything that you could know about how Homestar Runner came to be. Um, which similarly like to, to the naming of Homestar, I thought the, the naming of Strong Bad was really interesting because they had like a, like a wrestling NES game or something like that. And the, the bad guys were called Strong Bads. Nice. <laughs> and then they just like, that's a funny name. And then they just took it. And then I think they later asked their lawyer, like, are we going to get in trouble for this? Like, probably 10 years later, they're like, <laughs> can we actually use the name Strong Bad? <laughs> yeah. Well, so I also just thought it'd be funny to, I don't know if any, if you're listening to this, if you watched Homestar Runner, uh, but I just wanted to just like list through all the characters oh, real yes. quick. Yeah. And then That'd we can kind of talk about how they interact and everything. Yeah. Cause I, I know Homestar and I know Strong Bad. I know no one else. Like I'm watching through like all these, uh, like, you know, all, all these shorts today. And I'm like, I think this is funny, but I wonder if it's funny if I know who these characters are. They definitely have like very distinct personalities once you watch enough. Uh, but Homestar is a tall, white, red and blue guy with a big underbite. <laughs> and it's not a guy, he's just a, like a blobby shaped thing. Uh-huh. Uh, they're all just things, really. Sort of a dumb jock with a lisp. Mm-hmm. But like well-meaning, but pretty dumb guy. I, from that podcast, I I learned that the re- like he doesn't have arms because he's the Homestar Runner. Like he <laughs> don't do- need arms. He doesn't run. need arms. <laughs> but he big, does big still. Feet. He'll pick things up though. Like, <laughs> yeah, they just hover. Yeah, they just like hover next to him, which is so weird because it's like, oh, obviously he's picking something up, but he doesn't yeah. have arms. <laughs> also, probably easier to not have to animate arms and legs. <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, just, just he just basically bends at the waist and two walks, limbs. You don't have to it. animate. Yeah, and then Strong Bad, who is looks like a luchador kind of guy, and he's not the. A, He's, I guess he's the bully of the group, but also he's the, the most popular one that everybody yeah. knows. Because, yeah, with the, the strong bet emails thing that they started quickly, like, outshined everything else they had been doing. Yeah, where he just answers a, a viewer question that he gets via email and goes off on some weird 
thing. And then Strong Bad has two brothers, Strong Sad and Strong Mad, who are great. Yeah, Strong Mad is like this a big square with like giant <laughs> arms. And he's also wearing like a wrestling leotard. And he's just like very growly and hard also, to understand. Yeah, very dumb. <laughs> and he's mad. <laughs> he has no head. His his face is in like a flat cut off like shoulders. Like it'd be where your I don't know, your like throat is. If I don't know. Yeah, it's very it's, good. It's hard to explain. Does it, he he kinda box. He kinda looks like uh what's his name from Spider Man? Oh yeah. The mm. I can't think the of bad his name. guy in the into the universe. <laughs> yeah. Into the Spider Verse one, yeah. Yeah. I can't I cannot think of his name, but he kinda looks like either. that guy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mixed with um What's the Looney Tunes big hairy red thing? Oh, does he have a name? Mortimer? Oh, that could be. I have no oh, idea. I, don't... I think it's from Looney Tunes. <laughs> I, I mean, I know the, the thing you're talking yeah. about. I just never knew his name. I didn't it's know if like he had one. It's like a big blob of uh, oh. hair. But huh. Strong Man doesn't have any hair, I don't think. <laughs> and then Strong Sad is a emo, sensitive, half elephant, half white <laughs> circle headed younger brother. That they gets picked on and beat up a lot by by strong bad all the time. It's very <laughs> so weird. <laughs> Explaining this is so so strange. <laughs> uh, and then then you have strong bad's best friend slash pet, the cheat, who is like a I think he's a cheetah or he, or a cheese. Yeah, unknown. It, he's just like two. a little animal that. Oh, was um, that? I I think I know who he just says. Meh. And that's all he says. Yeah, he I, can, I, I, can, I can I can picture the character in my head, but I'm not. I don't know what it is. Yeah, he's yellow and spotted, and he has a gold tooth for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I think he in the in like the book. I think he helps Strong Bad cheat in the Strongest mm. Man in the World competition, and so he's, his name is the Cheat. Oh, okay. I th- I think that's what I'm assuming, but yep. I have no idea that the rules sense. of this universe. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then Homestars girlfriend the only girl in the whole universe of cast is marzipan who looks like a broom basically (laughs) with a skirt on (laughs) with a blonde ponytail she's very hippy dippy probably vegan likes to play acoustic guitar um i think strong bad really dislikes her yeah it's kind of the anti-strong bad i guess Mm -hmm. it's very lovey-dovey kind except sometimes mean to homestar which is always funny when it happens or just like shaming him for being dumb wow yeah that that is that that is a wild cast of of character are they are they like is that like the main like cast are there like smaller characters that like there's like some more we haven't gotten to yet there's coach z who is a green footy pajama looking kind of hip hop guy yeah <laughs> he 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 like does some I think earlier on in the series, he does more like sports stuff, but then he just kind of turns into a, a weirdo who raps. He's, yeah, he's kind of like the older creepy uncle of the group, but not related to them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm. hip hop. And he says words weirdly, but he does not have a lisp. Yes. Oh. <laughs> the main one is he says job is jorb. <laughs> Great jorb. Good jorb, home store. <laughs> <laughs> And then okay. we got Bubs, who owns a concession stand, is kind of a grifter type of guy. He's orange and blue and green. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also blobby looking. And then who else? Uh, you have Pom Pom, who is Homestar Runner's friend. He's a balloon man, kind of. 
from a different talks and bubbles bubbles noises i think at one point you learn he's from a different planet (laughs) wow pom-pom gets all the ladies for some reason that nobody (laughs) can understand it's like the ladies man but he just kind of bounces around and makes bubble noises so and then there's the king of town who is the king of town (laughs) he likes to eat things that are not edible uh and then his like his poopsmith, the poopsmith is the other <laughs> character who is silent and just shovels poop, and that's all that he does. Um, there is something that I like about just like I have an idea and it is not going to get revised. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the character. Like there, there is there is such a nice air of freedom to everything that you have described. Mm-hmm. Of just like I think this should be a character, and it's just like okay, well. Who cares? Okay. Well, then, now we're about to get to one of my favorite characters. Okay. His name is Homsar. <laughs> yeah. Because, okay. And so he came about because in like the second Strong Bad email, like I think in the first one, it's already established that Strong Bad hates Homestar. And so somebody, I mean, whether it was a real person or if they just like did this to be funny um, themselves, I don't know. But the email was just like, if you hat Homsar so much, why don't you kill him? And Strong Bad <laughs> says, Okay, and then it they like camera pans over to this totally different character with his shirt that says Homsar on it, and he's just like a smaller white blob with a blue shirt and like a yellow hat that like flies up every time he talks, and he just says nonsense like a little bowler, yeah, bowler hat. <laughs> like he, I was raised by a cup of coffee, <laughs> but it's I'm like the captain a very... of the gravy train, <laughs> and then he drops an anvil on his head. <laughs> I, and yeah, I, he's like a, a fucked up version of Homestar. That's like <laughs> shorter, wider, more, yeah, more annoying. I guess doesn't make he, too many appearances, but every time it's it's a good. It's very funny. See, I I cannot believe I didn't know about this when I was a kid. I, I guess I don't know. I I think I think it was too late for me at that point because I learned about it in high school. It's probably too late. If it was like a couple years, what prior, year was that? Would you say around 2010, 2011? Oh, okay. mm. Yeah, would have been around the time that uh, like I was like I, I at least like was reintroduced to the name Homestar Runner because I'm sure I'd heard about it before, but I was like I, I I think I vaguely remember like checking out a Homestar Runner like Strong Bad email years before that. And thinking, I am either too young or too old for this, and I don't know which because I can't understand what's going on. And so I think that, like, the, the, I just missed the whole boat on on understanding anything about Homestar Runner. It was made by two brothers, the brothers Chaps. There's Mike and Matt Chapman, um, and Mike did most of the animation at the beginning, and Matt did all of the voices, except for the girl. <laughs> Who was Mike's wife did the voice of Marzipan. Um, but yeah, they were based out of Atlanta and a lot, lot, lot of like, I guess it would be like late 80s pop culture is like really infused into there and just all of the references of their childhood, which like I think probably went over the heads of a lot of people who are the biggest fans of it for the most part. Cause, mm-hmm. you know, it was like teens in the 2000s who probably didn't get a lot of it but it's funny <laughs> whether you do or don't it just like adds to the non sequiturness of it i think um but yeah they started the cartoon and then started releasing them or at least did strong bad emails weekly at a certain point so it was like a, a thing that people looked forward to every week and never had any kind of ads on their site or anything it was just they sold merch like shirts and stuff and that like fully sustained them doing that 
Um, but then, yeah, like in the mid two thousand or like late two thousands, they just, I think maybe it wasn't as like secure, like security wise of like profitability for like a growing, their growing families. So they went and worked on, they wrote a lot of like random TV stuff. Like Matt did Yo Gabba Gabba and Gravity Falls. Oh, wow. And they had some, I think it was like a Disney XD digital short called Two Eggs, I think was what it was called, that they like were like basically showrunners for. Um, so yeah, after after the the golden years of it, they moved on to do like traditional or more traditional weird writery things behind the scenes. But I don't know what they do these days exactly. I guess we can find out. But in the meantime, you have brought a binder with a picture of Homestar on it. Yeah. Uh, when I was a kid, I was very routine. I was very obsessed with things. And for every pop culture thing I liked, I had a binder for it that I would <laughs> print out interviews, drawings, fan fiction, not that I wrote just to read. Um, so I have one for Homestar that's mostly like I have a well thought, thought out English paper from that <laughs> one strong bad email printed out here. Uh, I don't know, a bunch of interviews and a lot of really bad drawings that I did of the Homestar folk, which I don't know, can't really describe in a way that's interesting <laughs> for a podcast. But yeah, so there's a, I don't know, they're pretty simple looking characters, so it's kind of easy to draw them. But I, yeah, I just have a bunch of, a bunch of stuff. Yeah, did you wow. draw the one on the front there? I think they had stencils that they made mm. for pumpkins and I printed or I traced it or something. Oh, I, I carved a, I carved a cheap pumpkin once as a <laughs> 15 years ago. <laughs> did you, did you ever get that featured on? Cause they do, or they used to do like a slideshow of like costumes that people do from the show. And I think pumpkins too. Did you ever get featured on that? No, I don't know if I ever sent anything in, but those are great. Cause it was like strong, bad, just shit on everybody's costumes and why they were bad. But also like people dressing up as Homestar is terrifying. It's like painting their face white and spooky. <laughs> I think I've or seen strong, bad too. I think I've seen one of those like Homestar, like Halloween costume cosplay kind of things. And it's like, Oh boy, that's, that does not translate to a human very well. Mm -hmm. No. My favorite part of those was always like just seeing like, if there was ever any like, handsome guy who dressed up as strong bad he would be like very complimentary <laughs> or if there was like a really attractive woman he would be complimentary of them and if they basically picked to be anybody else we'd be like i don't know why you picked to be them but it was, <laughs> it was so good wow uh i looked up here on wikipedia for uh the brothers chaps uh as far as television credits in their in their thing matt chapman is currently on the owl house and Two more eggs is the last thing that Two Mike Chapman eggs. has a has a credit for on, on Wikipedia. So one of them's still working on cartoons. Wow. Yeah. So that, that's that's where they are. But uh something that I, I am curious about for both of you is especially like as we've been doing this episode and like quoting things, are there any particular like just things that like very frequently just run into your head and you just like out of nowhere you're like doing the dish and you just think about this one like strong bad quote or whatever are there are there, are there anything that like very repeatedly you just think about this one thing or it always comes up there's a lot at the beginning of every strong bad email he like sings a little email song there's like email ooh ah email or like there's a million every different one is <laughs> everyone is different so like 
I basically write emails all day at work. So I'm constantly thinking of, there's one that's like, I got an email in my pocket and I think it's starting to melt. <laughs> it just <laughs> pops in there all the time. And then there was one, so there's this like subversion of the show where the cheat animates things instead of them just like being themselves. So it's like really badly drawn versions of all of the cartoons and the brother that normally animates does all the voices instead of the guy that actually does all the voices. Uh, I don't think I ever realized that that was the big difference, but that's very funny. Yeah. Uh, so it's just like the bubs is very bad specifically the, the voice, but there's one where I, I think it's just the cheat animates strong, bad beating up home star or he's like, somebody asks him to kick Homestar and he goes, I can do it. I will do it nine times. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, pew, 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 and kicks him a bunch. Or like his like leg like snakes out like 20 feet and like the foot trips Homestar over. That's the main one is I can do it. I will do it nine times. I think of all the time. <laughs> Paul, anything from you where you're just like, I just oh. always think about. Absolutely. I mean, this, somebody I saw tweeted like, like just like six months ago, they were like, if you watched Homestar Runner, then you also probably had your vocabulary, you're, you're like <laughs> totally fucked up, like altered <laughs> to no end. And, and that definitely has happened to me. Like I still say there's a teen girl squad where um, like one of their, their catchphrase was like so good. And at one point though, um, somebody asked a character like how they're doing or something. I don't remember the context, but they say, um, good. Mm. I mean, good. And <laughs> Great. Great and good. Yeah. So I I say good a lot. Like to this day, I'll say like, I'm doing pretty good. I mean, good. There's a lot of really good Teen Girl Squad quotables, which is Strong Bad's drawings of four teen girls for some reason. Uh, Oh, yeah. I forgot that we should probably explain that that (laughs) whole subsection. (laughs) I think that that started probably in a Strong Bad email where it was like some sort of like high school... Um, I haven't watched most of these in years, so I could be getting this all very wrong. And if I am, I apologize. But um, I believe he he draws it in an episode and then that turned into its own like whole other like section of the website where he was just, you know, like he, it would be hand drawn, you know, stuff that he did. And then he would just, yeah, be having the teen girls go on different like high school adventures and they would all die in random crazy ways. Um, which is kind of fucked up now that I like think about it. Like, I feel like that would, that would have been my in. It, it was probably my in, honestly. Um, what are there? So there's what's her face? So-and-so the ugly one. And what's the the fourth? What's her name? Well, what's her face is one. Oh, but what's her? Okay. Wait. Yeah. I think I missed the first. Oh, cheerleader. Oh yeah. Cheerleader. What's her face? So-and-so the ugly one, the, <laughs> the four girls. And yeah, there's, there's arrowed, which is the classic they got shot with an arrow and died, but and the arrows come out of like sometimes they'll come out of like a big other guy's mouth, like a, a balding man, middle aged man's <laughs> mouth. He will shoot them out, and then there's a uh, wave of babies, which is just a giant wave of human babies that comes and crushes them, and then possums. There's just some possums. Come. <laughs> my my favorite one, which is is the other thing that I probably say the most, is uh, in one episode. Um, <laughs> there's a a bowl of corn chips and at, like they're like go have some chips and then it goes over the chips and like a i don't know what style warrior like i think it's a japanese style warrior like a samurai or yeah, something yeah he like pops in and says corn chips are no place for a mighty warrior 
And then he takes his uh, lathe and he like slices one of them in half. Kind of like a, a can opener, sort of. It's <laughs> just lathed. Ow, my skin. <laughs> it's just probably not to make that for that good of podcast to just keep quoting everything, but like there's so it, much stuff into my brain. It's such mm-hmm. a quotable show. It really is. And then in that same episode, one of my favorite things happens where uh, like <laughs> the ugly one, it's like her her birthday or something. Her and she sweet gets, sumpteen. <laughs> and she gets a makeover and um, Strong Bad is narrating it. And then like at one point he's like, oh my God, did I draw that beautiful hotness? And so he draws himself into the cartoon and then they start making out. <laughs> is that the one where he, they, he goes and drives, they go to Babbage's at the end? They drive to Babbage's? I don't know. Forgot about Babbage's until I just said that. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Man, I do you think it like I don't know. Has it how well has it aged? Like if I today just started watching a ton of them, I mean I'll probably still like it, but like I don't know. Is there do you think it's a product of its time or do you think someone like me who has only ever watched a clip every 8 years uh you know, will will eventually grow to love. I mean, I feel like I would knowing who I am, but for other people do you think it's possible where it's like, you can still definitely really get into Homestar Runner. I don't think like age well in terms of like, if it's like racist or it was like pretty clean, I think. Yeah, which there's is like, like no cursing or like no. anything because they're all just gibberish characters too. Yeah. So like there's not like any like So I don't think it ages poorly in terms of that. Like there's some like probably like a lot of fat jokes would probably be the main <laughs> thing. Uh, but like, I think overall probably holds up well i had a homestar runner viewing party a couple years ago because they released them all on dvd oh i I made a bunch of foods from like uh sudzu which is gummy bears and i didn't make that one it's gummy bears and milk (laughs) which i did not make but there was pie lemonade which was pie in lemonade and and melonade also which was pretty good i blended up watermelon and then mixed it with lemonade um but yeah so i had a viewing party and like it just seemed as good as ever to me. I was <laughs> creeped out by how much I remembered quote quote wise from like every single one we watched. Um, yeah, I think it's, I think it's good. I, I don't know if, I mean, I feel like it was a really good jumping off point for like the sense of humor that I have now. Like it definitely like influenced my kind of like weird, like kind of surreal, um, just like, but like still has like pop culture references, kind of like style of humor that I've really come to, to like and I, I think it's a pretty big part of my personality now but I don't know if because it was I was very impressionable I'm sure you were too Valerie when we when you know when you watched it yeah and I feel like so that's like a big formative time in your life so I mean it's kind of like the Simpsons for me in that like I'm like oh yeah this is amazing like I've seen so much of it and like a lot of my brain has a good chunk of it devoted to these things but like when someone watches it now I'm sure they could be like oh yeah that's funny but probably not in the same way that it yeah, I think would have been then. Of that like mid 2000s time of like kind of towed the line of like the random like random cheese monkey humor kind of thing. <laughs> but it didn't actually like, I don't think it's that annoying or like Mm-mm. kind of like aged in that way. But there's an element of like just being like quirky, weird, offbeat sort of references to random things, but not quite in just a 
a mustache bacon epic <laughs> kind of way. It, it was like they like were, it was very random, but also they like made their own rules and still like followed them. Yeah. If totally. that makes sense. And like the rules could be ridiculous, but there were still rules. Yeah. It was like a super defined, but also amorphous like universe that all of the characters existed in that was very weird, but like consistent, I think. Mm hmm. They were kind of like, uh, like it almost has like a kids playing in the backyard feel, but they're also like all adults who live on another planet. Yeah. What, what is it? Is it Free Country USA, I think, is where they're based? <laughs> and then Strong Bad has Strong Badia, too. But yeah, Free Country USA, the most generic place possible. <laughs> I kind of like remember seeing that like some Strong Bad stuff, like branched out into other forms of media. Like, I think there was, like, a point-and-click game. Mm -hmm. It was yeah. like one of the first Telltale games. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, have, have either of you ever expanded upon, like, oh, I'm going to check out these other things? They had a lot of games in universe like in the website because mm, it was flash mm -hmm. so like they're part of cartoons where you could, like click on something while the cartoon was playing and then start playing a game oh. kind of thing which was pretty cool they had a lot of easter i guess we should, there was like all kinds of easter eggs while you were watching where like you could click on something and would, like open up something else Ooh. like a i don't know like postcards from where strong but like while you were still watching the thing so it was kind of like not choose your own adventure but like there was like things to find while you're watching that's which was fun cool. but there was I think so there was that Telltale Games thing, which I downloaded on Steam much later than it was released. And I couldn't figure out how to play it. It was confusing to me. Is that Strong Bad's like cool game for attractive people? Yes. Is that the one? Yeah. yeah. I, n I never played that. I remember it looked really strange because it was like 3D, right? Yeah. It, it felt so wrong because all the Flash is so 2D. It felt so weird to see things in like hmm, kind of shitty 3, 3D versions <laughs> of them. But there was that. What else? There was just like a lot of stuff seeped into pot. Like you said, Guitar Hero uh -huh. had that thing. And then I don't know. I was so confused stuff. about that because like it's a bunch of, you know, like radio songs in Guitar Hero. And I remember thinking like, I think this is an Internet thing. And I don't know why it's here. And just being really confused when I like, I guess I'll find out what the song is. Because I think, I don't know. I want to say that like. I, I want to say I played it in youth group one day and like we just had like a games night and then of course we're all playing Guitar Hero because that's like the game at the time mm -hmm. and just thinking like I don't know why everyone likes this Trogdor song. <laughs> well and they they also had um, like just kind of dumb little flash games you could play on their website too. Um, also I, I don't think we mentioned that like this was not on YouTube. I mean it is now. And there's probably like some little things that were on YouTube, but you just went to homestarrunner.com. Oh yeah, you have to go to a website. Mm -hmm. And then find it. Yeah, like we were talking about earlier. Like it wasn't just like on another platform. Like you just went to homestarrunner.com and you clicked your way to find all these things, um, which was so satisfying because it was just like a whole, it just made the world feel even bigger. Um, but they had like all sorts of different Flash games. Like there was Peasant Quest, mm -hmm. um, which is where you're a peasant whose village has been destroyed by Trogdor and you have to try to like, it, it was just like those old, like, um, like where you have to like type the commands in. Oh, okay. Um, to like do stuff like that. And it was very hard. I never, never came close to beating it. But then there's like another one where there's this strong bad head that's like constantly like throwing squares at you. The, vector, and, the super vector one. Yeah, super yeah. vector. And that's not what it called, but just like the, what, what was that? Uh, the Game Boy, it wasn't a Game Boy, but it was like 
the headset Game Boy that you Oh, the Virtual Boy? Yes. It was like Virtual Boy esque, that one was. Or he just ate the little pieces mm-hmm. of data or something. <laughs> I don't know. It was weird. And I don't those are the two that I really remember. Okay. There was also Stinko Man 20XD6. Oh yeah. Which I never played. <laughs> there was like all kinds of like time shifted versions of the cast. So there was 20XD6, which was at some 2000 something six in the future so they were all like robotic and then there's the old timey ones from like the 1920s where they all talk like like carnival barkers basically <laughs> with that thick like mid transatlantic accent i think 20xd6 was like anime kind of style too right yeah yeah, yeah so you would love that one josh oh, i'll check it out yeah that maybe that's my end now that's your in. in the year 2021 my end is 20xd6 yeah you have to wait four years, three, <laughs> five years, and get to another six. Wow. Huh. But they also recently turned, there's a board game that they made called, I think it's just called Trogdor the Burninator board game, where you're Trogdor and you're trying to burn all the peasants' cottages, and there's like a tile-based movement thing, which is pretty fun. And they did like, that was... Recently, they were like very online because it's a Kickstarter and they were like promoting that for a couple months. And it was fun to have like Homestar Runner stuff online active again because Strong Bad has a Twitter, which is where they make all of their like official annou- announcements or interact publicly online basically is through that. Um, but like that board games in like most game stores now you could, you could just go. Oh, interesting. It. I have never I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, yeah, that was I think it came out like maybe two years ago or so. Wow. That's it's, pretty cool. It's a, a pretty simple game, but like it's fun. It's good. And like it's fun to have like their style of humor baked into like the flavor text of the cards and characters. Oh, and that's stuff. nice. Neat. As I was watching like some strong bad stuff to get acquainted, uh I guess kind of I guess I was kind of surprised like how I'm assuming that like these aren't back uh like backlog uploads because there was I was watching a video that was two months old. On YouTube? Yeah. And he was playing a DOS game. Where like he was like, uh, I don't know, you're like a submarine or like a battleship captain and you need to sink submarines. And it's just it's the most primitive DOS game ever. And then he just like goes in and then he uh, he like edits a lot of the code in the game. So like he renames the boat to like party boat 3000 or something like that. And like he uh, he changes all the explosion symbols to smiley faces and like like. I just thought it was really fun. Like, oh, there's like new, there's like at least a new Strong Bad from two months ago. He's playing a DOS game and it sounds fun. I I feel like they have, I don't know if they're done yet, but like for years they were just uploading old videos every so often yeah. onto YouTube because like they didn't have them all on there. Yeah, so I don't know that if it's like That doesn't sound a, familiar to me, so that probably is new. Yeah, I haven't, I, I didn't even realize you were talking about Strong Bad doing that. I <laughs> thought you were talking about a totally different YouTube. Oh no, yeah, it was, it was, it was Strong Bad and he's like playing a DOS game and like, because I, I remember... Because I, I was kind of thrown off because I thought it was going to be an old thing that they had uploaded. But then, like, he references comments and then he throws, like, YouTube comments up on oh, screen. I'm yeah. like, are these, is this, I can't tell. I, <laughs> I'm I'm so removed from this that I can't tell, like, time frames for anything. So I wasn't sure, like, is this a real strong bad thing that I'm watching? Like, I'm not sure what I'm watching, but I'm having fun. And, like... I'm having fun watching uh, Strong Bad play as Captain Top Toast. Was it animated or was it like just gameplay and he was commentating it, on it? It was gameplay that he's commentating okay. over. Mm. They've done more things recently that are like not animated, but using like voiceover or like different stuff to do. Like they also have puppets. Puppet stuff was like a sub category of stuff on the website where they had 
real life puppet versions of, <laughs> of Strong Bad and Homestar that they would do stuff with. And there's been more of that posted on Twitter and YouTube recently. So like they don't have to do all the effort of actually animating uh -huh. the whole thing, but the characters can still interact in ways that are less labor intensive for them. So there, that's probably yeah, what that was. There is like, a, oh, I was going to say, I think that in the puppet ones, I think they were, it definitely like re, you made you realize like, oh, there are like actual children who watch this stuff too. Cause I feel like there was some where like kids would interact with the puppets. Oh yeah. There was little girl and very little girl who were two <laughs> different like nieces or children of the brothers. They were like sometimes interacting with the puppets, which is very funny. I, I feel like I remember either the puppet getting smacked or kissed. <laughs> yes. Just watching them like have to react to that in character was very yeah. funny. Homestar interacting with children is hilarious because he basically <laughs> is a child. So it's a good, it's a good back and forth. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Now, I was going to say that like one of the, there's like an animator that I watch on YouTube and if he like is behind or like hasn't uploaded in a while, he has like a popsicle stick puppet <laughs> and that he just like bounces up and down while he talks like this is this is i don't have time to make a video but i want to make a video so here is me as like just a drawn out taped to cardboard on a popsicle stick just bouncing up and down that reminds me of there's one strong bad email i think where he shoves a pencil into a cantaloupe and draws a face on it and is doing a similar thing but in animated uh i don't know why and then there's I don't know if this is the same thing, but Biscuit Dough Hands Man. Do you remember him? I don't remember him. I think it was just a drawing and never an actual character, but it was just a, a guy that had like a jersey on and both of his hands were biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know why I brought that up. It just, <laughs> it just popped into my brain really quickly. Something just that, a funny, funny character. That popped yeah. into my head, who is also another character who was never a character, was uh, there was a really, like, I think at one point, Somebody was asking about Strong Bad, like the last time he cried or like what makes him cry. And he talks about how he drew this one-legged dog named Little Brudder. Little Brudder. Who has oh, a speech yeah, bubble. Oh, yeah, you talk about Little Brudder all the time. Yeah, who has a little speech bubble above his head that says, I can make it on my own. <laughs> Weren't you going to get that as a tattoo? I still might. Ooh, yeah. and, and then and Tenderfoot, too. Yeah. <laughs> like the two, like, I don't know. It was like an elephant. It was like a strong, sad-ish thing because strong said like sees the drawing of uh um, little brother and he's like is that how you think of me and he says no i see you as a two-legged elephant named tenderfoot and then he pulls <laughs> up like another a totally different drawing of a two-legged elephant which is his tenderfoot underneath there oh I, this reminds me of we sort of forgot one character who's i mean he's there occasionally sonor card gauge oh sonor card gauge of course who is like a taller older balding version of strong bad <laughs> that is like has glasses does he have facial hair i can't remember i think oh. he's got a goatee maybe a mustache a pot belly and talks in the most incomprehensible way of all of them probably <laughs> i and can't it, even think of an example <laughs> it's so. hard to say even if he was supposed to be just like an alternate universe strong bad or is he his friend they definitely interact yeah it's weird He's like the creepy. He, there's one where he's trying to sell insurance or something. That's a good, good episode. Yes, uh, that's what he <laughs> no sounds like. No problem. <laughs> I I just love 
all the, all of these descriptions are utter nonsense. I would, oh, this would be kind of fun, I think, to have Josh draw our descriptions of what all of the Homestar characters oh, look yeah. like. Oh, yeah. Do you have like a whiteboard? You could do like a quick a quick little sketch. Uh, Maybe you've seen too many of them today that you have too much in your mind of the characters. I mean, I, I can think of the main the main ones because I had watched some today, but any of these might like I have no idea how you draw a balding strong bad when he has when he has a luchador mask on. <laughs> so I, <laughs> to me, that thought is very funny. It is. It is very funny. There's also there's also Marshy a marshmallow who occasionally will sponsor the programs, and he's yeah. like an actual marshmallow who he's kind of evil. Yeah, there's some sinister. Accidentally escapes from him some very <laughs> creepy things. He's like very like, hey kids, fluffy buff marshmallows. I can scary. <laughs> I can grab my iPad if you would each like to describe <laughs> a fun home star character, and I will draw it. Yeah, I think we should. I think we should do it. Let me grab my iPad then. I'm gonna look up a sub character to find a extended universe. I know we we really went through all of them. He probably knows what Trogdor looks like. Oh, yeah. I, I sent him a couple today, and I think that was one of the ones that I sent. Oh, man. The DVDs have commentary on, like, every single one, like a commentary track. Whoa. Every single email. That's very good. I would love to hear that. And a lot of, like, behind-the-scenes weird live-action stuff with the brothers, like, just being real how they are. <laughs> I would love to watch a documentary about this. I think it'd be very interesting. There should, I'm kind of surprised one hasn't been made yet. Yeah. But I also feel like they would do it themselves. Kind of, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, but I don't know. Yeah, that would be cool. I feel like marzipan is a good one to try to describe. Because mm -hmm. it looks like a broom. There's a lot of weird fan art I'm seeing on here. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like deviant art. Homestarsister.com. What is that? Uh-oh. It's a tripod website. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to mention before we finish about how Flash went away. You know about like. Yeah, yeah. They figured out how to still keep that stuff going because I thought I was just going to have to watch everything on YouTube whenever I wanted to. Yeah, I like went to their website today and it was it was like Flash won't play. Stick around. Run away. They gave me two <laughs> options and I, I clicked run away, but then the video just played anyway. That's funny. I was like, oh, okay. I need to, I forget what the basically flash emulator thing is that, do you know what, I, th I think strong sad might be a good one too to get you to draw. Do you remember what he looks like? I do not know what strong sad looks like. Okay. Excellent. Um, all right. I have grabbed my iPad and in a terrible twist of fate, I do not know where my Apple pencil is. <laughs> Uh, so these are going to be drawn with my finger. Okay. Awesome. That's perfect. Um, I got to I got to change some settings here real quick. Do you so want to, should we take turns describing? I feel like it'd be better if one of us describes one character at a time. Sure. Yeah, you can go, you can do one. Hold on, give oh. me a minute here. Well, I got to think of a character. <laughs> I, was, I thought you were going to go first. Oh, I can, I can do that too. Sounds great. I'm in a, a Homestar Runner ship posting group on Facebook that's <laughs> crap posting, obviously. <laughs> um, but there's like this big meme thing that started about like people just declaring the cheat is non-binary and like most of the people were just like the cheat is non-binary hooray for the cheat kind of like just like talking about it but then some people got really mad about it and it was so funny to watch they were wait they were mad that he like just like some homophobic like <laughs> these are children's cartoon characters you can't put 
talk about sexuality, which is not even what that is. But it seems like it all was, the more sense to make it non-binary. It was hilarious. So funny. Went on for a long time and basically just rid the group of all of the terrible, pe- terrible people that were in it. They also made a joke that all current or like people who watched Homestar Runner were either Mormon or now transgender, <laughs> which seemed like very apt because I, I grew up Baptist, which was close. I, I definitely remember like <laughs> learning that people were Mormon and then also learning that they liked Homestar Runner and it being very confusing to me. I was like, yeah. what? I think it's just the fact that there aren't actual swears probably, but... But you still get kind of the same sense of, of humor. A lot of crap and et cetera. Mm-hmm. And some violence. Yeah. Just a touch of violence. Okay, I have a, I have adjusted my iPad so I can draw on it without an Apple Pencil. Uh, all right, so whoever would like to give me a description. Okay, I'm going to describe to you uh, Strong Sad. Okay. So she's all gray and white. He has elephant feet. I will start there. Two elephant feet. And that bottom half is a darker gray. And also his whole body is a circle. And the arms kind of follow the curve of the circle down the sides of it. All right. I have drawn too big. I got to restart. <laughs> okay. So you got two elephant feet, circle body. Arms are basically hanging around this curve of the circle body. Yes. And then... He has a belly button and directly below the belly button is like a line bisecting him in half. And the bottom half is a darker color and the top half is a lighter, but don't need to don't need to get that specific. And then his head is a circle, but it's like an ice cream swirl loop on the back of it. (laughs) I think it's a way to describe it. And then he has like comma shaped eyes, but turned 90 degrees. And a little oval mouth. And that's all. All right. Uh, I just did this as line art, but here is, and I'll post I'll post these like on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, here is my drawing of strong sad. That's pretty good. That's pretty close. I oh. think I messed up how I described the hair, but otherwise, I give that a, <laughs> I give that a B plus at least. Oh, nice. That it, yeah, that's really good. Wonderful descriptors. <laughs> All right, let me know when you're ready. I'm going to have you draw the poop smith. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I am I am ready to draw Get the poop smith. Get your browns ready. Okay, so you're going to start just draw an egg. Okay. Now, you're going to have two small hockey sticks as legs, but they're not quite as angled. They're they got like softer angles. Okay. All right. Then he's got two big orange rubber gloves for arms. And he should be holding a shovel in, in any way that works. Like a big, like a traditional shovel. Not a trowel, not a spade, but a shovel. Okay. All right. And then his head is similar to an egg. Um, in fact, I might say you should draw an egg, like a smaller egg on top. Um, probably about one fifth of the size of the body. Um is this where two more eggs comes from? They're showing that they did? <laughs> Must be. They just took apart the poop smith. Um, and then his mouth is like a big pink, like thick, one thick lip that kind of hangs over the edge of his face, which kind of gives him an underbite, but it's only one lip. Okay. And then he's got his eyes. He's got one normal sized circular eye and then one eye that looks more like a sunflower seed that's quite a bit like a bit bigger than this circle eye. 
like longer. Okay. And then he's got four hairs on his head, kind of spread out like a like a baby. Like a rug rat kind of vibe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then he should have shit, or I guess poop, like kind of on his gloves and shovel if you can manage it. Okay. All right. All right that's it. Okay. <laughs> Here is my drawing of the poop smith. That's not bad. Pretty good, too. That's pretty good. All right. <laughs> I I love the descriptions of both of, the, of both of these characters. There's definitely something behind just like, there's that is definitely a game that we can do again mm-hmm. of just like describing <laughs> Homestar characters. But once you know what they actually look like, it's easy to draw them pretty well, which I suppose is... The it's, point it's, of flash it's just animation. Shaped. Yeah. yeah, they're all they're all shapes. Yeah, mm-hmm. very easy to manipulate. Yeah, as soon as I looked at that, I was like, oh yeah. I mean, there's an egg, hockey sticks, gloves. <laughs> sure, that's it. That's, that's all you need. It's Poopsmith. Wow, I can't wait to see what these characters actually look like. Yeah. Um, the the strong side was very close. I have to say, it was. I, did, I described the hair and the eyes a little bad, but otherwise, you got you got his general <laughs> shape vibe exact. Oh, nice. Nice. Well, uh, I guess the only, like, I, I don't know if there's any more that uh, we want to discuss before I kind of like lead into the last thing that I have questions about, but. I, I have nothing else coming to mind. I'm sure something will pop in. Uh, just, I was going to mention, you know, the whole website was Flash animation based. Mm-hmm. Flash went away. Flash is dead. Like as of this, uh, in the last year I or think so? it was the, the beginning of this year is like when Flash was just like, no more. Yeah, so people were like, what's going to happen to the website? Because that's entirely, you know, it's it's 100% Flash-based the entire thing. So people thought it was just going to go away. But there's a Flash emulator called Ruffle that basically they were able to just like, I assume just like upload or import all the whole website and it still basically works the exact way. But it was kind of like a mini Y2K of like, when Flash was going away, people were like counting mm-hmm. down and like keep checking the website to see what would happen. I can't remember if it was down for a little bit and then they like republished it all. But mm-hmm. like you can still go and I think there's a couple of the more complicated like in cartoon games that don't work, but everything else does, which is cool to be able to watch it. In oh its yeah, original definitely. Form still. Yeah, because I know that there's there's like there's websites now that have a similar thing for Flash games. Where like all these flash game websites are now preserved somewhere else in a different yeah. format. Thank goodness, because it's not the same watching it on YouTube. Because it was really an interactive experience. Like mm. I would be like constantly clicking everywhere on the screen while I was watching to try oh, to find God. the different wow. things to click on that would bring up okay. Easter eggs. Well, I guess that's where I'll watch some of them then instead of on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because I have DVD versions of they released like bunch of volumes of strong bad emails and then everything else volume one two three something but you can like turn on i didn't even know this is a thing on dvds you can switch the angle which i don't know if what Mm. it's normally used for but it's like a button on your controller this is like angle and you could turn it on to where all the easter eggs would automatically pop up and play while you watch it which was pretty cool oh huh it's like so you could either watch it without or with them which was neat very interesting. I yeah. feel like I've used the angle button for something before. Like some kind of like commentary, like bonus feature-esque yeah. sort of thing on a DVD. Mm. Yeah. I don't know what it's normally used for, but. Definitely for some sort of DVD game, which I always thought would be a lot more fun than they were. Oh yeah. They were I've, all terrible. I remember there was an elf one that I, you had to like throw snowballs or something. It's so hard to do with yeah. controller though. I remember someone describing a game on a DVD. It might've been like 
Finding Nemo or Monsters, Inc. or something and just like saying how cool this game was. I'm like, this game sucks. You've never played any other video game before. You might be vaguely impressed by yeah. it. But. Yeah, I guess. So the only other thing that I have a question about is whether either of you ever like like spent any time watching other like Flash cartoon series or spent any time like watching things on like Newgrounds or, or anything like that. Because I know I definitely like spent time on Newgrounds watching like Egoraptor stuff. Um, I remember in high school, I watched a lot of Happy Tree Friends because it was so violent. A um, lot of just like weird YouTube poop Naruto stuff. So I'm, I'm curious if there is, it, it, I, I don't think there was really any like any other Flash series that had the gravity that uh, Homestar Runner did, but I'm curious if either of you ever watched any other internet cartoon shorts. Occasionally I watched some things on Newgrounds, not like more because they were viral and like that's where they were hosted. The, obviously the llama song mm-hmm. was very formative. I feel like that was around the same time uh, Napoleon Dynamite came out, which also had a llama. So llamas were big in 2000. I don't know. Was <laughs> that 2006? Something like well, that. Very much in the zeitgeist. Yeah. yeah. And then. Right up there with pirates and ninjas. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh, the good old days of just stuff being a meme all on, on its own. Uh-huh. Um, but then also there was one that was How to Kill a Mockingbird that was like started off as a b- book report for To Kill a Mockingbird, but then like veered off into this like. In like space spaceship pirate like intergalactic thing like it just built on it it was like a 12 minute flash or something that's about it i can't think of any other like serialized things especially that i, I don't think there, i don't think there were that many either i feel like they or, or at least like any that would be like right re- that would regularly release things right because because yeah. homestar was pretty regular was it like a cartoon's a lot of work too uh-huh. to put online in like those early days where you know i suppose there was less online so like things could get big easier but mm-hmm. also still a lot of work to put together a minute now it's difficult to put together a minute of something you know so like i can't imagine what it was like in you know 2003 yeah i watched so. a lot of early youtube stuff but not animated stuff mm-hmm. so i don't i can't think of anything yeah I, I was when I was looking at the Wikipedia today um, for Homestar Runner, it like brought up like this show is like the longest running web cartoon running longer than like something, something and then red versus blue. And so I know that's not really animated. I don't know if it was. I, I remember I had friends who kind of showed it to me and I I was never a big video game person. And so it didn't really appeal to me. Um, so I felt like pretty much any other web cartoon. I just didn't really. I mean, I would sometimes watch them be like, oh, yeah, that was kind of amusing. But none of them had the staying power with me that Homestar Runner did. I guess Salad Fingers I watched on YouTube. But I don't know if that was super serial. Like, I just remember, like, watching four or five of them. Mm -hmm. That was it. But Mm -hmm. that was a weird one. Yeah. (laughs) I knew of Happy Tree Friends, but I was kind of scared of it. So I never watched it. Yeah. I I remember seeing it and being like, oh, I I just don't like that. And I've watched it again. And I'm like, I still don't like that. (laughs) Yeah, I don't I don't think I would like it now, but at the time I was like, this is pretty entertaining. And it definitely did like for some things definitely did make me very queasy. It's like, oh boy, I don't some of these I just do not like. Mm-hmm. But 
I still watched it because, you know, I'm 16 and this is what I think is funny. This is what every other 16-year-old is saying is watch, cool and fun. Watch them on my Zoom. Subscri- <laughs> I subscribe to Happy Tree Friends on my Zoom. Wow, that is a very, you know, like 2008. Was that like, or, is it, did they, could they come out in like video podcast form? Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, how did you get them on there? Oh, that yeah. reminds me. Mm-hmm. I had subscribed to the Homestar Runner podcast um, back when a like- podcast? I didn't know about this. Well, so it was like the very first like- quote unquote podcast that I subscribed to. And it was very early on in podcasting too. So basically what they did was they just had taken a lot of their videos and put them, like if you had a video iPod, you could subscribe to their podcast and then it would just download all the episodes. Oh, interesting. But they had their own opening animation of like, you know, the iPod like wheel clicks. So like it would go like, you would like, it'd be like an animation of you like scrolling down to like homestarrunner.com. And Teen Girl Squad had an animated one of strong bad being like clickety click 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 <laughs> like going down to Team Girl Squad. I miss using a scroll wheel. That was so satisfying, or I, whatever it's called, the circle thing. Mm-hmm. So satisfying to zoom through. Which reminds me, I wanted to talk about Homestar Runner led me to discover they might be giants. The band, mm, okay. they did so they in their like puppet stuff thing they had. They did like a couple like weird jam sessions with they might be giants. <laughs> where it was like Homestar singing and they were just like noodling around on their instruments. But they did the official music video for a song off They Might Be Giants 2004 album, The Spine for Experimental Film, which is a good song. Uh, And I saw that and then fell down a gigantic They Might Be Giants rabbit hole, who are my favorite band by far. You've You've also brought a binder for them as well. Yep. And on the front of the binder is a maze I drew, uh, featuring them trying to get their coffee because they really love coffee. Um, <laughs> but that like, yeah, I had like a very direct pipeline actually of like back to the future to living in Missoula now <laughs> because I was into back to the future. I was on a bunch of forums. Like I said, my friend that I met through those forums sent me a Homestar Runner video on AOL and Messenger. Through Homestar, I learned about the MIP Giants and I was in a They Might Be Giants live journal group, and one of them posted a video that Hank had made about going to a They Might Be Giants concert where somebody threw a, a bra at the lead singer, which is very funny if you know what They Might Be Giants are. <laughs> Just like the nerdiest accordion <laughs> and guitar band. But um, so through They Might Be Giants live journal, I learned about Vlogbrothers and then watched all the Vlogbrothers videos and got super involved in that community. And then when I graduated from college, Hank, one of the Vlog Brothers, offered me a job in either Indianapolis or Missoula. And I chose Missoula and that's why I live here. Now. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. What a timeline. Very oh direct. God. Thanks, Live Journal. <laughs> when you, I looked up, because I just kind of wanted like a quick thing of just like kind of getting a, a condensed view of Homestar Runner. And one of like the video that pops up is a Vlog Brothers video. About like this mm. is what Homestar Runner is. Really, I didn't. I didn't even know. It's, yeah, from like six years ago. Oh, it's hmm. just like I. Yeah, I, I didn't watch it, but I was like, huh, that's interesting. No, I know Hank is a big fan of that stuff. Yeah, Homestar. I too. think it was Hank and someone else that wasn't John that was like, here's what Homestar Runner is all about, and then I was like, oh, that's. That's interesting. Sometimes the internet feels very small in that way. Yeah, it really does. That's the kind of thing where if I hadn't watched Homestar Runner, and then if I saw like a even like just like a like that like title and like thumbnail of a YouTube video, like what it like this is this weird cartoon, I would be like, not watching that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the kind of thing that like 
if you didn't know about it and like didn't get into it through whatever means, it seems like annoying almost on the surface of like, what is this weird cartoon? Mm -hmm. But it's hard to think about objectively sometimes because it's like so ingrained into my brain. Oh yeah, definitely. I think that is the case for a lot of things that we talk about on this yeah, show where sure. you will get you will get no objective viewpoints. Well, you you can be a little bit objective on this. I can be a little issue. bit objective, but also since I've spent so much time on the internet and just like I I get it. I couldn't get into it, but I I get the gist of why people like it and why it's funny and like I I'll I'm probably going to watch a bunch of them today. Yeah. So and we didn't even get into the Homestar Runner wiki, which is like the most exhaustive wiki <laughs> that exists. Every single like, basically, if anything was a character or like a bird, like, because, you know, they reuse assets in Flash once they've made something like there's like Fat Bluebird or something had a whole page for just this <laughs> bird that was in the background sometimes. Listed huh. every video it was in. They have like transcripts of everything and all of these trivia f- facts and like real world references which is cool to read like all of the weird pop culture stuff that they're just like mentioning on the sly in the video so like it's kind of fun to watch watch a, a cartoon and then read the wiki article for it because there's like all this mm. stuff at the bottom <laughs> it's pretty sweet wow. but I used to edit that a little bit and they had forms attached that like I think I read more than participated in but it was fun every mm. time a new tune came out it'd be like scrambling to make the page for it <laughs> it was pretty it was neat Wow, that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, oh, I I just remembered this, but above the doorway to your kitchen, you have a bunch of Homestar like little figurines. Like, where what are those, and where did those come from? Those were so with that Trogdor board game Kickstarter that came out. For some reason, I didn't want to buy the game because a friend was already buying it. So I was like, we don't need two copies floating around. So, but they had a tier where you could just buy those little, their little wooden like mini figures. Oh, they're wooden. Yeah. So I just bought those on the Kickstarter <laughs> by themselves and not the actual game. So that was cool. But they have had a lot of merch over the years. They had like a bunch of vinyl toy figures of the cast too. I never bought any of those, but that was cool. And a lot of t-shirts. And I had a, the cheat hoodie that I wore all the time when I was a teen. Wow. Yeah. One of those, one of those like recent Strong Bad videos I was like scrolling through. Looks like they made a Strong Bad vinyl of some description like vinyl record. Oh. <laughs> oh, I bet he he put out he put out an album <laughs> called Strong Bad Sings and Other Type Hits, which was just like a collection of all of the little ditties and songs that they made over the years. So I'm assuming it's probably that. That's very funny that it's on vinyl though. <laughs> that is, that'd be so funny just to have like in a your strong bad just vinyl. Like, imagine it with like the like the record pops and scratches while Strong Bad is and it's probably really <laughs> shitty quality audio too cuz it's not like mm-hmm. they probably just record it on like a they probably recorded at a home and it's like here's yeah. the file press it on vinyl please oh, <laughs> you know yeah. we're not gonna master this who cares <laughs> we're not gonna spend the money to do that it's yeah. like i mean going back to the guitar hero thing too it's like how like most of those songs sound like really good and really satisfying to play and then you do the the trogdor one and it's fun because it's trogdor but also it's like super compressed mm-hmm. and like just <laughs> i think i think it's just fun to see the like how far reaching homestar runner stuff ha- or like strong bad stuff maybe more specifically has become like outside of just like the internet where it's like it's in guitar hero i think there's there a references vinyl record. to it on buffy there's too. references to strong bad like i i want to say that there is at least one like quest in final fantasy 14 that is a homestar runner reference huh. Huh. Like it, it's just like it, it is that far reaching enough, especially for the people that like 
do these things now who are like in their 30s or 40s that are just like, I remember Strong Bad and I'm going to put a Strong Bad reference in this thing I'm working on. And there's so many and so many of them can would not be like recognized by mm-hmm. or even as like a weird thing to put in unless you know where it's from. Yeah. So it's like it's a nice Easter egg for the people that, you know, also probably watch these things also growing up. So and now they're all yeah writers for TV shows <laughs> yeah. or video game developers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you'll you'll probably see more strong bad stuff for for years, I guess. I don't know. I hope so. Maybe you can work something into minute a minute Earth video. I bet I could. I mean, I the the very first video I made for them, uh, very has like a very straightforward RuneScape reference in it, mm-hmm. and I, <laughs> it's like one of their better performing videos in a while. Like it has. I don't know what it's at now. Last I checked, like a month ago, it was at six hundred thousand views, wow. and I think a lot. I I want to say that a lot of it has to do with the fact that I put a RuneScape reference in there, and it just all the comments are just about. I remember old school RuneScape. I still play RuneScape today, so that's awesome. Who knows? Maybe I'll maybe I'll work in a strong. I'll, I'll watch a bunch of Homestar Runner <laughs> and Strong Bad, and I'll see if I can worm one in. Good. And then we'll get uh, we'll watch that one also soar in views. I'm curious to see uh, see how it warps your brain if you do watch a bunch of it. I'll I'm gonna be all fucked up the next time we all talk together. <laughs> yeah, good. You're gonna <laughs> well, be talking with like no R's. Or yeah. No, what's up, guys? Or all or all or all R's if you're Coach Z instead. Yeah. All or none. My username on things is Joshua T, so who that's knows? How, that's how Coach Z would say it. Uh-huh. Josh. So hey, Joshua. <laughs> so maybe I'm already there. Who knows? I've, it's It's been subconscious this whole time. But I, I think that's been our episode on Homestar Runner, and I'm, I'm glad that we have, we've had someone on here that just really knew a lot about Homestar Runner. It's a, it's, it's a pleasure to see whenever, you know, because every now and then it's like, I, I know about this thing that I'll talk about and it's fine. But like, I, I like that, you know, we've had someone that at least, you know, one point or another edited the wiki. You know, <laughs> yeah, I think that that's a level solid. of commitment that I love to see on this podcast. So thank you for being here, Valerie. Yes, this is very fun. <laughs> and now I'm going to have all of these Homestar Runner things floating around in my brain for the next week. It's going to be great. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you have your own Homestar Runner things that are floating around your brain that you just have to get out, you can tell you can tell us on Instagram and Twitter at NES underscore pod, or you can send us an email, nostalgiasystempodcast at gmail.com. And of course, support for the show can be given on my favorite website, patreon.com slash NES underscore pod, where if you join the Patreon, you get bonus episodes. You get so at least many. you get at least twenty more minutes of nonsense every single week. Can you believe it? I think it's very believable. There's not a bunch of nonsense <laughs> on this show already, and you just get twenty more minutes of it. Uh, with that, Valerie, is there anything that you would like to plug to our small audience at this time? Most oh. of which whom you already probably know. Yeah. Uh, on the internet, in every single place, I am Valerie2776. For some reason, lots of numbers on there. <laughs> yeah. uh, don't have any projects currently going on, so, but I'm pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will attest to how funny they are and also uh, and how enjoyable... Some of the projects they do are some of which I have participated in. So that Garfield zine will come out at some point, I promise. <laughs> oh my god, a Garfield zine! Garfield, I'm all in for this. I, 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 yeah. So every now and then they will do a draw a blank zine, uh, in which you draw the blank without looking at what the thing is. So they've done draw a bike, 
They've done draw a car. I participated in draw a car. Draw a horse. Draw a horse. That's a good one. Mm. Uh, and now I'm branching out in the world of characters. So Garfield was the draw most Garfield. One. Yes. Maybe draw a Homestar Runner sometime. Hmm? That'd be pretty good. Yeah. So definitely keep an eye out. They've got great projects going on. Uh, Paul, is there anything you want to plug? Nope. <laughs> yeah. Sounds about right. Uh, well. Thank you to Moonraker Music for composing our theme song, Scanlines. You can find him on the internet at Moonraker or at Moonraker Music. That's Moon, R-A-Y-K-E-R. Paul, what is next week's episode? I don't know. Me neither. Well, it's a surprise to everyone. So we'll see you then, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Nostalgia Entertainment System, brought to you by listeners like Joe.